Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from the Lancet Gastroenterology and Hepatology. I'm Francesca Terry. Today we are discussing a randomised control trial assessing observation versus interval appendicitomy in children and this is in the journal's April issue which has been published today, March the 8th. Joining me today to talk about this paper is the lead author. Welcome. Please can you introduce yourself with your title and affiliation? Thank you very much, Francesca. My name is Nigel Hall. I am an Associate Professor in Paediatric Surgery at the University of Southampton and Consultant Paediatric Surgeon at Southampton Children's Hospital. So to start, could you tell us a little bit about the background to the study? So at the time you began, what was the standard of care for children who had presented acutely with an appendix mass and who had been successfully managed non-operatively? Yes, of course. So an appendix mass is a type of appendicitis and up to about 10% in some series of children who have appendicitis present with this presentation of an appendix mass. And in the UK, at least, the majority of surgeons would treat a child who presents with an appendix mass non-operatively in the first instance. And they treat them with antibiotics. And we know that the majority of children who present with an appendix mass can be successfully treated with antibiotics in the first instance and avoid an operation. The question is after that, what to do? And there are two options essentially. One is to plan a routine operation, typically several months later, to remove the appendix when the child is fully recovered. And the aim of that is to avoid recurrent appendicitis in the future. And the other option is to not perform that, which would obviously have the benefits of avoiding an operation if it wasn't strictly necessary. Before we started the study, there was a survey done, not by us, I should stress, by another group. And they did a survey of pediatric surgeons across the country. And they identified that most pediatric surgeons, about two-thirds, routinely recommended an endopendicectomy to their patients. And so it was evident that two-thirds of children were being subjected to this elective routine interval appendicectomy, it's called. And really the purpose of this study was to question whether that was really necessary or not. What made you question whether this was an appropriate means of management? So we questioned whether the interval appendicectomy was appropriate or whether non-operative treatment could be successfully employed because we were aware there was a certain amount of variation across the country at that time. As I said, only two-thirds of surgeons routinely recommended interval appendicectomy and therefore there were some surgeons who didn't routinely recommend it and we began to question on what basis they were not routinely recommending it. And we were also aware that surgeons were increasingly interested in the possibility of not operating, particularly on children, and particularly when there might be an alternative that meant children could avoid an operation and a general anaesthetic if it wasn't specifically indicated for them. So we felt this was an ideal topic to subject to some proper research and to generate some evidence around it. Before we started our trial, we also performed a systematic review of the existing evidence And whilst there was some evidence out there, the main striking thing about our systematic review was that the evidence race was very poor quality. There had never been a prospective study done on children with an appendix mass. And so we clearly identified, if you like, a gap in the market and a clear opportunity to try and generate some better quality evidence that we could then use to improve the care we give our patients. Can you tell us a little bit about the design of your study and what you found? So we conducted a randomized controlled trial. So we took a group of children who had had an appendix mass that had been successfully treated 
without an operation. So upon their initial presentation, they were treated with antibiotics and they were found to have got better. And at that point, they became eligible for our study. And we recruited them into our study and we randomly assigned them to one of two treatment pathways. The first treatment pathway was that they would have a routine interval appendicectomy once they had fully recovered, so typically about two to three months after their initial presentation. And we collected information about their clinical course, how long they spent in hospital, how many times they required follow-up visits with their GP and other healthcare professionals during the follow-up period, what the incidence of complications was, and generally followed them up for a year after their initial presentation to identify their clinical course. The other group of children didn't have a routine elected interval appendicectomy, and they were followed up every three months in the outpatient clinic, and that enabled us to find out how they were getting on, and also at those visits to identify whether they also had had any complications, any ongoing abdominal pain, any contact with healthcare professionals or their GP. And we followed that group of children up, so both groups of children were followed up for a year after their initial presentation. And we also did a limited cost evaluation of the two groups, taking into account what we felt were the key drivers of cost predominantly related to hospital attendances and overnight stays in hospital. So in terms of what we found, if we start first with the group of children who had the elective interval appendicectomy, obviously those children required an admission to hospital and an episode of surgery. We found that the median length of time they spent in hospital for their interval appendicectomy was one to two days. And after that, they typically had about a week before they could return to either school or their normal daily activities. We also found that there was an incidence of complications in this group. And there was one child in particular who had a significant complication requiring an intestinal resection as a result of his interval appendicectomy. If we then look at the children who didn't have the interval appendicectomy, so they were allocated to the active observation group, the key thing we were interested in this group was the number of children who actually developed recurrent appendicitis or those that required to have their appendix out for either recurrence of acute or chronic abdominal pain. What we found was that six of the 52 children, so 12%, developed recurrent acute appendicitis and underwent an appendicectomy. And a further five children in that group also had their appendix removed for either suspected acute appendicitis or ongoing abdominal pain. So those were the key data points that we're able to take out of the study. And when we compared the data that could be compared between the two groups, we found that children in the active observation group spent less time in hospital overall in the one-year follow-up, spent less time away from their daily activities in the one-year follow-up, and also that overall the active observation treatment pathway was cheaper than having a planned interval appendicectomy. And finally, how do your results affect the management of children with acute appendicitis and an appendiceal mass? So I think that our results are important because for the first time, they enabled doctors and parents to have a much more evidence-based approach to the medical care of these children. 
In terms of how doctors and parents use this information, our feeling clearly is that these data call into question the practice of a routine interval appendicectomy for all children on the basis that only a limited proportion of them will develop recurrent appendicitis or require to have their appendix out for another reason. So we therefore think that more of a wait-and-see approach would now be most appropriate, reserving appendicectomy for those who either develop recurrence or recurrent symptoms because this results in fewer days in hospital, fewer days away from normal daily activity and appears to be cheaper than routine interval appendicectomy. Well, thank you for joining us today, Nigel Hall, and speaking about your paper.